and welcome back to the Conscious Contact Podcast. My name is Janae Peavy, and I am here with my co-host, Susan Sanders. And today, we are going to talk about something that I think is not like a mind twist. I, I think it's something that's just in the ether that we kind of assume is true sometimes, and that's hard equals bad, or more effort equals you shouldn't do it type of thing, or it's less ideal if it takes more effort. Mm. So what I mean by that is the ultra convenience culture. So, and I mean from mundane like microwave meals to instant hot tap water, which I'm not saying any of these things are bad, (laughs) but the, the idea being that I feel like we've kind of removed ourselves from our like primal human natures like we're not building our own houses in the middle of the wilderness anymore like covered wagon times type of Mm. vibe which is fantastic and we don't die of like cholera and dysentery and stuff Mm -hmm. maybe some people still do i don't know but uh they do (laughs) (laughs) so let me take that back but it is kind of the softening of our minds and the complacency I think slips into that too, but kind of where I have seen it in my own life is cooking at home and make like specifically the whole bread thing. Even Luke, though he loves me to make bread, he doesn't really say this anymore, but he used to ask me all the time, well, can't you just buy bread from the grocery store? Mm. He's not wrong. I can. Mm -hmm. And that's totally fine if you do. But for me, I find inherent pleasure in it. I find that that like lights up my life, I guess. Like that, Mm -hmm. that adds to my life. Is it harder than going to the store and buying a loaf of bread? Maybe. But I feel like in some ways on the back end, it could be easier because you're choosing your hard, right? Mm-hmm. So either I'm okay, and this is just me personally, either I'm okay with putting seed oils and super processed stuff into my body and being chill with that. There's options at the store that aren't that, but just broadly. Or I'm okay putting in more effort on the front end to make my own bread so then I don't have to worry about what's in it. Saving money is another one of those. Like, yes, the convenience, you spend more money, you get the bread immediately. However, if I make it at home, a five-pound bag of flour is going to make me a ton of bread. Mm -hmm. Um, And in life in general, again, broadly speaking, like recovery from alcohol. That was really hard. (laughs) Uh, Does that mean that it wasn't worth it or I shouldn't have done it or I should have looked for an easier way out? No. Mm -hmm. I I had to, it had to be hard for it to be worth it. And similar, similarly to me trying to fix my sleep habits so far this year. Is it hard? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like a zombie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. However, I know the reward at the end of it is going to be worth the effort that I'm putting in. Mm -hmm. And me taking the easier road is going to leave me feeling empty. I don't know if that makes any sense. (laughs) I, I think so. Um, so a couple points that I want to pull out of there and talk more about. So it sounds like what you're saying is there's a continuum of easy to hard. Yes. And I think 
what you were saying at the beginning about the softening of it is we have tended to, we meaning culture in general, to stop. It's like, so it's a whole, I'm picturing a number line of easy to hard. And we tend to stop when we near easy becoming hard Mm -hmm. and just pretend that the other part doesn't exist because we're taught if it's the right thing to do, it'll be easy. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Um, But I also think just because something is hard, it doesn't make it right. No, no. Right has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, or right for you, or I'm not yeah. saying right or wrong, yeah, but yeah. Um, like you were saying um, with the bread example. Mm-hmm. So just because something is hard and takes more time, if it's just not the right season of life to spend time making bread, mm-hmm. that's just not, that. that's not the right thing for the right person. Maybe. And I, I would I, argue that just simply... Picking a different example, like recovery from alcohol, mm-hmm. if someone wants to continually say, oh, it's just not the right season of life. I'll wait till after Christmas to stop. I'll wait till after New Year's to stop. I'll wait till after Valentine's Day to stop. Sure. It's just not the right time for me. I'm too busy. I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. I think we can get into a spiral with sure. that. And again, the mm-hmm. mindset going back to hard is bad, living in the back of our brains, mm-hmm. giving us an easy out when... More than likely, we should be choosing the harder thing, not mm-hmm. hard for hard's sake. Yes, that's what I'm, yes. I'm trying to say. And, yeah. what, and what I was going to continue on to say is that what is right for one person doesn't make it right for another person. And connecting your hard to being really the right thing for you takes time to consider and to connect with mm-hmm. your values. I mean, it always comes yes. down to that. Yeah. So it... Someone may be really interested in, again, baking bread. We'll we'll use that example. But quite literally is working three jobs to put their kids through school. Mm -hmm. And they don't have time to do that. But now I need to, I think you need to kind of interrogate interrogate the why a little bit more of you know, truly is it. And let me give an example that's, that's not bread. Cause I think we're stuck on that is that I, um, working with women in a personal training sort of mode, I guess they're trying to exercise more. And I would, and especially in my twenties, so open letter to everyone that I personal trained in there. And when I was in my twenties, they would always say, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. There isn't time in my day. And I always thought that was a big excuse until I started down the path of working motherhood. And then I realized some days there just literally is not time in that day. Now, I would look at, okay, there are seven days in a week. And what is it that I'm so busy doing? Are there things that I need to prioritize? To go back to the values thing, it's going to be hard for me to say, I can't go to, you know, thus and such event. I'm not going to the music concert because, or I'll be late to the music concert because I have to get this exercise class in. I, I do twice a week. I just need this thing twice a week, two hours a week of 168 hours. Mm-hmm. I can be late to the kids thing. So I think there's the the give and take that sometimes it truly is not the right time. Hmm. 
Um, now in a, in an example of, um, sobriety, you know, that is even more so of interrogating why, like, why isn't now a good time? And I remember when I quit, I was like, well, you know, we're about to enter December. My sobriety date is December 1st and we're about to enter, you know, all the holidays, my kids' birthdays, all that. And I was like, there's no way that I'm getting through all of that without alcohol. Mm-hmm. And my husband, who is not an alcoholic, is just really smart and not in touch with his feelings, but he's in touch with my feelings. <laughs> he will. He said to me, well, if you think you can't get through all of that with without alcohol maybe now is the time to stop and I was like you need to pull this car over and I'm gonna run screaming down battleground avenue yeah because I can't I can't like the truth in that is was it, it was just a gut punch so I'm agreeing with you that sometimes it is uh bullshit that someone doesn't have time or it's the wrong season mm-hmm. But I also think that it's a continuum. Not right now doesn't mean not ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was something else that I, that you had mentioned that I wanted to. I I got I got to get back in the writing of my notes. So let me stop there before I start <laughs> rambling. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm definitely more of a hardliner with that stuff. Um, because like the girl that wants to make bread but works three jobs and has kids. My thought process would be, okay, is it the bread you want to make or is it the fact that you want to opt out of this crazy nonstop hustle till you die life that you have? I think we're both very privileged that we don't have to work three jobs to pay our rent, pay our health care. There are people that choose between food and their prescriptions. Mm -hmm. And I have been there in my life. Yeah. I'm very privileged now. However, that's not how I was raised at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I think in a situation like that, it isn't necessarily somebody hustling as much as just literally trying to make ends meet Mm -hmm. that I'm saying. I, I want there to be room for everything. So as we're talking about this and people are hearing it, if they're just like, well, you don't understand I do think there's value in the softening and, and inviting everybody to the table and figuring out why is it you're saying no or not right now. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm diving into is maybe looking at why you feel like you want to slow down enough to make bread. Like maybe looking at your why underneath that. Maybe you need mm-hmm. to go to therapy to to deal with some kind of underlying trauma if you don't feel like you have that area to land in like I didn't get taught how to cook when I was growing up so that was definitely healing an inner child thing for me when I taught myself how to cook Mm. and it's it is a continuum however I I would say that there is a reason behind all of it and as long as we're looking at that that's what makes the difference I'm not saying everyone buck up or shut up you guys are pieces of shit. You just need to get, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I'm not saying that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's investigating why you have a hesitation to doing the hard thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why is there an avoidance to the hard thing? So yes. one of the things I was thinking about as I was getting ready for this episode is the idea of just because something is hard doesn't mean it's right. And it also doesn't mean it's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, the if something takes more time um and i think about this with um writing a book proposal that it is really hard and the words aren't coming and it's taking 
<clears throat> excuse me, it's taking time and I'm finding, um, it's not writer's block as much as just maybe this isn't the right path, you know, whatever it might be. It's hard. And I think it's the right thing. Cause when it, when I'm finished with, you know, that 90 minute block or whatever, I feel satisfied with it and, you know, positive feelings, blah, 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 about, uh, psychology. Now, what happens to me, and I don't know if you have like reflections of after the doing the hard thing, but what I find is the more I show up for the hard thing, the more the universe will kind of reward me with those breadcrumbs along the way. So right now writing is not going very smoothly, but as I mentioned a few episodes ago, there's a Sunday writing group that I was invited to join. And then, um, in the last week I saw the library in our town has a monthly writing group. Oh, so maybe I'm just trying to do this alone and I just need to be around other people that are writing, you know, whatever it might be. I feel like that is the universe saying, it sucks right now. Just keep sucking. You're sucking. It's sucking. It's, it's all together, but mm-hmm. keep showing up for it. Yeah. So that's how I, I don't want to just say, well, I stop when something's hard or I keep going when something's hard. How do you know if you should keep going when something is hard? Till I see it to fruition. Honestly. Be damned what the consequences. Well, there, there's not, I mean, I'm not like burning my life down anymore. So there's not like really high stakes consequences to anything that I'm doing. Yeah. I, I think that things like fixing my sleep habit, does it suck right now? Fuck yeah. I normally go to sleep with the television on and I don't want to do that anymore because my sleep is shit. <laughs> And to start to fix that, I can't turn the TV on when I get into the bed. Mm -hmm. So I've been replacing that with reading and I've had terrible insomnia Mm -hmm. and I'm not sleeping and I'm taking um, like non-habit forming sleeping meds and it's not helping and I'm not sleeping and it sucks, but you have to, I have to put the work in Mm -hmm. to be able to reap the benefits on the other side of that. Because if I, if I stop because it's hard now, I will never fix the problem. Mm-hmm. I will continue to lean on that crutch and I won't ever have good sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I if I don't do all of the experimenting, all of the whatever now, I'm not going to get to a place where I, I do have that normalized behavior again. Mm-hmm. Why is it important to have a normalized behavior? How do you know if it is a should versus a something that your higher power wants for you you i mean if we're not talking about my sleep because i think that's just like yeah you should have good sleep um in with stuff in general i will sit and pray like please show me if this is the path that i need Mm -hmm. to go down Mm -hmm. i do believe that there's a fine line between things being hard and straight up the universe just putting roadblocks in your path saying you don't need to do this yeah. I think those are two very different things. Like your effort is one part of that. And then the world's response to it is the other part of that. Yeah. So how do you know if the roadblocks are there because you're supposed to stop versus the roadblocks are, yeah, I'm going to overcome again. Yeah. I. It just depends on the, I think you have to really sit with yourself, share it with other people, journal about it and go back to your value system and measure it against that and say, is this hard thing really worth it? Cause you could say, mm-hmm. Every farmer that we have in the United States, 
You know what I mean? You could you could tell them, oh, well, you lost your whole crop to this. You should never farm again. You should shut it down right now. Mm-hmm. You could say that that's the universe telling them to stop. However, they are responsible for feeding the world. That's not going to no work pressure. for them. Yeah. <laughs> that's not going to work. Right. Um, that doesn't line up with what they do as humans, what their value system is. If they are a farming family, new or old, mm-hmm. it it really does come down to your core center of your own personal morals and ethics and values. Mm-hmm. And where does what you're doing line up with that? Mm-hmm. Because hard things are just going to be hard. I mean, it's in the definition. You can't make them easier inherently. You can't, you know, necessarily get a gold stamp of approval from the universe. And then you can be like, woohoo, it's hard, but I'm okay. And yeah, no, the Mm -hmm. hardship's going to be hard. Right. Like full stop. It's going to suck most Mm -hmm. of the time. Um, With, I mean, if you did decide to build your own house, in the, the middle of acreage of land out in the mountains of the Midwest or something. If that's what you want your life to be, it's going to suck, but you know what's on the other side of that. You're, it, mm. It's not like risk versus reward, but it is looking towards what is on the other side of the hard. Yeah. What benefits are you receiving on the other side of that hard? What benefits are you giving on the other side of that hard? Yeah. I, I love that because that's one of the tools that helps me a lot in recovery is playing the tape all the way through. Mm-hmm. And when I first got sober, I was like, well, how do I play the tape all the way through about something positive? Like, <laughs> I don't know what's on the other side of any of that. And what we hear or what I have heard that has resonated with me is when you find somebody that you want what they have, whether, and for me, it was peace. I always wanted to find peace and stop the, just the monkey mind and, you know, all of that. And just I was so mad for so long. Mm-hmm. And when I found other women in particular that had that peace, I was like, okay, that is on the other side. Yeah. And, you know, that's when I became willing to do whatever it takes, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was funny what you were saying about that. This is what I was trying to remember before when you were talking about recovery being really hard. Um, the recovery is really hard. At this point, the not drinking part mm-hmm. is so much easier mm-hmm. because I don't have to like plan and hide and always have cash, but then have, you know, how do I get the cash? Yeah. Like there's so much yeah. sneaking and the logistics yeah. and that's one of the struggles sometimes people find in sobriety is, oh, my God, I have all this free time. Yes. Now what am I supposed to do? Yeah. You know, knit socks, create mm-hmm. a podcast. Yeah. Book, you know, yeah. I think that goes really deep into choosing your heart. Yes. Thank you. Yes. That's a great summary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, because with a yeah. lot of this stuff, if you choose the easy option, you're just choosing for it to be easier up front. Easy now, hard later, hard now, easy later. Yep. I believe that 110% with everything in the world. <laughs> like yep. just full, full send. And it may seem easy. And I don't discredit people for that. And it might be that's the season of life you're in that you have to choose the easy thing. However, 
you are choosing hard still. You're choosing it for it to be hard on the back end where you don't want it to be hard because then you're just going to be exhausted or not ready or whatever. Mm-hmm. It It is that thing where eating healthy is going to not be the best thing in the world until you really get into it. You know what I mean? If you're addicted to sugar like I am, yeah, it sucks. If you don't eat vegetables like Susan, it's going to be rough. Yeah. However, you know the benefits 10 years from now are going to be so worth it. Mm-hmm. And the consequences of not doing it 10 years from now are going to be equally as shitty in in averse mm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's you can choose the easy and that might be what you need to do at that moment. However, you're still choosing for something to be hard. And technically, mm-hmm. you've removed that choice from yourself. Right. Because you're choosing yeah. the easy and now that hard's just going to come. Yes, because I also believe that the universe will put that lesson in front of you as many times as it takes. Yes. You know, the tap on the shoulder, the mm-hmm. plunk in the head, the shoving over, the, you know, hip check into traffic, you yeah. know, whatever it might be. Yeah. And it gets the the notification from the universe, in my experience, has been harder and harsher the more I ignore it. Yes. Um, Whether it is, you know, a slew of bad partners or, um, you know, direct reports that never do what I want. Like I'm hiring (laughs) wrong people. You're hiring wrong people. Well, you're the common denominator, Uh Sue. Let's really call the spade a spade. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And hearing and being able to stop and consider, you know, going back to applying it to your values. Why am I not listening? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I and. In equal and opposite measure, the like attaboys from the universe when you do choose the hard thing that lines up with your values and morals. Right. It is infinite. I mean, just it will come and it probably is not going to come right away. Neither will the consequences of you doing the easy choice. Right. So you've got that that middle ground where it's like purgatory, where it's either sucking or it's easy and you're not noticing the other side of it. Right. And then right. it starts to shift and you're either like, oh my God, thank goodness. Or you're like, oh no. Right. Because <laughs> you know what? I never said mean things with the first beer. Uh-huh. After the 10th, that's when all of the the anger yeah. spewed all over my people. Yeah. So yet when I was you know, like, oh, well, I can have one and I'm not saying mean things. Well, it's yep. never the early consequences yeah. that truly burn you. Yes. Yeah. Now, one thing I, I, I do want to say to go back to the whole, the the hard thing is not always the right thing for a person, is often that's extreme examples. Like we were talking about the um, the buying food or meds example. Um, it's more common in our world than it should be in, in America than it should be. Mm-hmm. But then another example I think of is how hard former me tried to hang on to relationships mm-hmm. that were not good for me. So yeah. if there's somebody that is, you know, being mentally or physically abused, well, love hurts. Like if I hear one more dumb song telling me that love hurts, I will no. throw, well, I don't have a radio, but yeah, you know, I'm going to smash my car radio. Yeah. Um. So that is another situation where I think if you were given the messages growing up, love hurts, love is hard. It takes work in a marriage Yes, it does. Yes. And that work is not fixing someone else Uh -uh. 
or that works all on you <laughs> for your own stuff <laughs> or going to the hospital to fix your own injuries like that if someone is being physically abused and they just need to take better care and I need to do this to so I don't get hit mm. oh yeah and then I think we drift back into an extreme example yeah that, yeah that I want to lay out as another extreme example that we're not saying persist in any no situation and that's yeah. one of the questions that I'd love to ask in, in interviewing employees is have you ever persisted too much mm. And it's interesting when you hear their responses, I would much rather hire the person that says, um, yes, this is this is the example and this is what I learned from it. And this is what I've done to change my behavior in it mm-hmm. rather than, yes, that my, my last boss was an asshole. That's why I'm sitting here interviewing <laughs> because you can persist too long and it's OK to change your mind mm-hmm. because you realize, oh, dang, I'm doing that thing again. Let me change my mind and do something else. Yeah, I think you're persisting in the wrong direction because you're not clear on why you're doing the thing to begin with. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it is really like procrastination is another like gentle example. Mm. It's very easy to procrastinate. Yes, it's this super is a great easy. example. Yeah. yeah. So you procrastinate and life is good and your days are free and you're not having to do anything. And then it's the due date of whatever you need to do. Right. And the world falls down and you're a bitch to everyone and dinner doesn't get made and the dishes are everywhere. and Because we did it to ourselves. Yes. But we don't. What I find for myself is. I don't want to admit that I just wasted three days. Uh-huh. So this is your fault because yep. you didn't pick up the garlic. Now I have to go back to the store and get the garlic. Yep. And now dinner's ruined. Yep. Yep. Sue. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> when the thing that you need to do for yes. me, the thing that I need to do um, ranges in time commitments from less than five minutes. And I will procrastinate on that like a phone call to somebody or something. Yep. Or it will take me literally less than an hour. Yes. To do whatever it is I need to do. Yeah. Yet I will tell myself, oh, that's such a big ask. I'm going to wait until I have this yeah. huge chunk of time. Right. And then that chunk of time comes and I fill it with something else. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. And I'll get to that in my moment of joy. Mm. But uh, it's, it is, uh, it's, it's like sugar. It, it, procrastination makes you feel good. <laughs> You know, like yeah. it's junk food that you just get to yes hang out with. <laughs> well, and when it comes to habit change, there. Well, first of all, it's just a law of motion, right? An object mm-hmm. at rest stays in rest, stays yeah. at rest. Yep. Unless acted upon by that outside force. So if we are in rest mode, which I picture myself horizontal scrolling my phone, uh-huh. um, I consider that you know to be rest. But it's junk food rest yes. because it's not actually restorative rest. No, if anything, it's increasing your it's uh, everything. The, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's digging a bigger hole, and one of um. So we do need rest. You know, we just talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But that's also when it comes to habit change, we need to have goals and aspirations because it's like an, an inverted you. You know, we can get really motivated and and I, I'm mixing my metaphors here, but we, we need motivation and we need rest. We need yes. both. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're like, 
trying to reward ourselves, but <laughs> having something to stretch us also mm. increases intrinsic motivation, you know, that internal boost to get up and go do something. Yeah. I think this is a good place to stop and talk a little bit about our sponsors today. So we talk a lot about recovery and living a recovered life on this podcast. And if you are one of us and you're looking for a way to better organize your recovery life, I was in the same boat. I searched Google and Etsy and found lots of awesome planners that had great quotes and pretty layouts, but nothing that had the true reminders of what I needed to do every day to continue on my recovery journey. So I made one. Renew Planner is a physical paper planner. No distractions from an app on your phone that you can easily close and then scroll on Instagram. It makes you be in the moment with, again, all those gentle reminders for all the things that help us to continue to live an organized, recovered life. Head on over to renewplanner.com and use the code PODCAST10 for $10 off your first planner. Hey, it's Susan. And I love the conversations Janae and I have each week talking about authentic connection. And it's very closely linked to what we talk about over at Sustainable Sue, which is where I help people create a life they don't need to escape by making small, sustainable adjustments to what they already are doing in life. So over there, we have a weekly essay about all these kinds of topics. And if you'd like that delivered to your email, just come to sustainablesue.com join. And one of the, um, she's one of my favorite authors, Laura Vanderkam, and I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. One of her recent books talks about effort full before effortless. Mm-hmm. And it might just be, you know, let me just wash the dishes before I sit down to watch yes. TV. Yes. <laughs> or let me make this one phone call before I read the chapter. And, mm-hmm. and I did that yesterday. I was like, well, let me just interval my train interval my chores yeah. so I made a call and I read a chapter and I made a call and I paid a bill and then I read a chapter and how full did you feel after that like just oh I could take over the world it was it I did the same thing I needed to um put the little tablet yep. in the espresso machine to clean it and press the buttons and let it run and yep. I just kept putting it takes it's a three minute cycle that I don't have to be near the thing for yep and I sat down to do my puzzle and I was like no because I still saw it on my to-do list from Monday. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, yeah. and and it's just, I don't want to look at it. And it's just one more thing. And I, mm-hmm. I you know, you get that feeling that, oh, that's going to just send me over the edge. And I'm, right. <laughs> my mental capacity is full, which right. is a lie for me. And I just got up and did it. And that was it. And it's like a snowball effect. And then I went and did some other stuff in the kitchen yes. and because prepped dinner. Because the body at motion, in motion was going to yeah. stay in motion. It's lovely. Until acted upon by the couch. Yes. Like, right. Yeah. We, I, we have the inherent capability to change our lives at any moment. Mm-hmm. And I think we squander it mm-hmm. in, in an effort to live an easy life. Mm-hmm. And having the reward of rest, it rest is necessary. However, using that as a reward for yourself, I can, I think can get muddy. Mm-hmm. And the doing of the thing should be reward enough. And if it's not, maybe I mean we're not talking about chores here, but maybe you should look at why it's not. Mm. You know, like if you're doing the thing and you hate it and you don't want to do it and it's hard again, like 
investigating your value system. Yep. And if the reward of doing the thing is not fulfilling enough to warrant the hard labor that it took to get there, Mm -hmm. you need to check your value system Mm -hmm. because that might not be for you. Back to what you were saying, like, if you are a city dweller and you liked, you know, you work a a fast-paced job and you're trying to build a cabin in the woods and you're worried about commuting back to your work or whatever and you're done with the cabin, you're like, this, I hate this. You know, you don't want to get to that point before mm-hmm. you start down that path. You need to be really clear with what, not just what you're hoping to get out of it, but what is waiting on the other side of that for you. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the feeling of a job well done yeah. or rest or better sleep habits or checking off your to-do list or whatever. And then it does take kind of like ramping up. I think Mm -hmm. because when you build a house, you don't start with the finishing touches, you know, like you learn how to plane wood, maybe, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, (laughs) cut down a tree yeah, or pick which tree to cut down because you don't want to cut down. Yes. Learn about different wood types and what they're good for, you know, like, and I mean, even into hard stuff like recovery, like I started with Googling what AA was, Mm. you know, I didn't start with you know, immediately walking in a meeting, getting a sponsor and then sponsoring someone else the same day. Like we all take that quiz time. in the middle of the night for about yes. a year. Am I an alcoholic? Yes. Well, you know who doesn't take that quiz in the middle of the night? Non-alcoholics. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to January. If you're doing dry January because you took one of those quizzes. Stick around. Stick around. Just listen for a little while. You know, you might hear something interesting. Don't leave before the miracle happens. Yes. And it it really is. Making making sure that the effort that you're putting into your life is coming to fruition for you. Mm. So whether – and that can be – that might be having to investigate whether you're choosing the easy and then you've got the hard after because mm-hmm. I think that's where it lies for me. Mm-hmm. If I'm choosing the easy and then the hard comes along after and I'm like, oh, this effort is horrible. Like, and I'm getting nothing out of it on the other end. It's because I've got it stacked that way. Easy, hard. Mm-hmm. And I need to look at whatever that scenario is, kind of like with the dishes. If I don't do the dishes until it's time to make dinner, yep. then all my measuring cups and spoons and the, the skillet is in right. the sink. And then I'm like, rah, 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 and it's not a pleasant experience. And I'm yeah. like, I hate this. This was horrible. I just washed them. Now they're dirty again because I just made dinner and I have to do it again. That sounds real familiar. Right? But if I flip that and I do the dishes at night before I go to sleep, Mm-hmm. And I wake up to a clean dishwasher of dishes. Yes. And not a sink full of dishes. Like, wow, mm-hmm. what a difference in your life. With so, which yeah. it is still hard, but I feel like that takes less effort than the other way around. Mm-hmm. And just being being in touch with that and like investigating. Yes. <laughs> like dissecting your your scenarios in your life to see where you can bring the power back. Like, what do you have control over? Yeah. That you can do to change. Yes. Yeah. 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 Good. I love that. Is there, um, I think all of this segues went into what I think is going to be your joy of the week. So do you want to, um, launch into that? Yes. Uh, I have a new phone. I mentioned it on another episode. Um, and it's a dumb phone. It only gets texts and calls. And, some people are very intrigued and some people love to make fun of me. And I'm like, you can all you want because I don't care. 
Like, yeah. I'm not telling you to do it. <laughs> I, maybe you should look at your social media consumption and how you use your smartphone. However, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Totally right. get it. And I have the capability to do it. I don't have a job where I need to check emails on my phone. I would caution that nobody does. Uh, yeah. I was but trying not to interrupt you, but. I know. There's every, like most people, that's their response. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd love to do that. But maybe when I retire. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like yep. I'm not here to preach to anybody. I don't care. I'm glad I'm not that important. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> no, no emails I get her that important. I do like the convenience <laughs> where I can respond to something because mm-hmm. maybe I should be in front of my desk and I'm not. Yeah. Again, that's a shushing of uh, but that's routine and convenience. Versus I think I need to respond right now. Sometimes it's good for, I'm no, I'm trampling all over your no. door. I'm sorry. I was going to say, it. sometimes it is helpful for me to see it in the line of the checkout and be like, oh, I need the 20-minute drive home to ch- check myself rather than blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yes. So that's it's, that's part of it. built-in pause. Yes, it is a built-in pause. I don't have access to the internet on this phone. I can't check the weather. I can't check emails. I can't look at my calendar. Any of that stuff. And we talked about this on a previous episode. I can't check my calendar. So if someone says, hey, let's get together for such and such, Mm -hmm. I will say, I'm going to check my calendar when I get home. And then I'll text you with some dates. So that immediately makes my time more of a priority for me. Mm. Because I think that's the most valuable thing we have. And I've been squandering it (laughs) by just overscheduling myself. Yeah, Because I can pull my thing up and I'm like, oh, I've got an hour and a half between these two things. Sure, let's do. And then I feel crazy afterwards. Yes. But yeah, it's, I don't check social media other than on my computer. I, I have so much more time in my life. Mm. I, there's no notifications going off. Mm-hmm. There's no nothing. If I hear a ding, that means I have a text message or someone is calling me and it's a ringtone. That's it. People are calling on your phone? Fuck yeah. That's weird. I told him, I said, I don't really like texting on this thing. It's got voice to text, so it's totally fine. Uh But I'm setting them with the expectation that I don't really like to text anymore, and I don't. I would rather a phone call Mm -hmm. at any point in time. Yeah. But I was like, I would, I'm just going to call you. This is too much to text. I'm just going to call them. Right. And it allows me to have more conversations, like genuine conversations instead of like a, okay, text message or a no or what you know what right. i mean yes and it's it is just glorious it's glorious and mm-hmm. it it is hard i do have to like rejudge my life and make yeah. sure i'm on my p's and q's with my paper calendar and like i still have a digital calendar on my computer that mm-hmm. i also put things in so when i'm at my computer that's what i can look at sure and invite people to meetings sure. and stuff because mm-hmm. i I'm still on social media for uh, my quote-unquote job and all of that. Why is that quote-unquote? Because I don't get paid for it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my the the my planner business has never been profitable. Yeah. So theoretically, I don't make money. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's yeah, it's it's lovely. That's wonderful. Yeah. What about you? Good. Um, well, you mentioned puzzle earlier, and that is my joy. My mother-in-law gave me a puzzle for Christmas, and I suck at puzzles. Like, I am terrible at them. I've got this spatial awareness block that like, oh. I can't, I can't, I just can't. But um, 
every day this week, Paul and I, and most oftentimes our 21-year-old, has been sitting in the evenings doing puzzles with us, doing this puzzle with us. It's all out on the table, um, right in front of the TV. Sometimes the TV's on, sometimes it's not. We watched a whole season of the food truck show on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Not watched, but, you know, yeah, listened yeah. to it. Um, it. It's just so great. And, you yeah. know, a lot of people complain about teens and young adults and parenting them. But this is a great, ex- like, you don't always have to be in the car to have important conversations. Yeah. Sometimes you can be doing something else and not look each other in the eye to have those conversations. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's also a bonus because it's got, like, you know, cheesy positive messages that I love. Ooh. So I'm glue it together and, and um, put it up on the wall when it's together. But, um. You know, something that I was like, oh, no, this is going to make me feel like a dummy. <laughs> Even if I just sit there looking for pieces I never find, I'm still sitting with my people. Yes. So talk about hard, but it's the right thing. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And even last night, I had the house to myself, and I sat down and puzzled by myself. Isn't that great? It was great. Yeah. I love it. Wasn't listening to a book, not a podcast, no TV. It just, the dog it's wasn't like even meditation, me. man. Because your yes. brain is just on like a base level of recognizing shapes and colors. And you're like, I have nothing in my brain yeah. when I'm doing it. Yep. And all <laughs> I could think of was, I need the blue piece for smile. I need the blue piece for smile. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's all I could think of. So it was delightful. A really plus. Was. Yeah. Well, also delightful. Let's talk about our book club. Yes. Because we want to let everybody know what the book selection is for our choice for this quarter. Yes. And I just happen to have it here with me. It is All Good People Here by Ashley Flowers. Yeah. And I hope I got it right in the shot. But if not, um, we'll If it's in front of your face, it's definitely in the shot. Yeah. There we go. Um. Janae and I have both read it and can't wait to talk about it. Yes. It's hard that we've both read it. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, no offense, but I don't want to talk to you about it right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I know, I know. I save that. <laughs> um, so I'm taking notes on that as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, I, I've got some, some things I want to talk about with yeah. everybody. We only briefly uh, talked <clears throat> about how we, just how we felt about the ending yeah. at one of our business meetings and that was it. Yes. And I, I, it's great. I mean, you need to read it. The ending's great. Just, it is. It's, it, to me, it's unique. Um, I've not read it as much as Susan, so I could be way off base with that. But it, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, didn't remember that I picked it for the book club. <laughs> that's, that's a me issue. I have literally the worst memory of anyone I've ever met. That's probably another thing I should work on, but. That's another podcast. Sleep may improve that. It might. That might be the issue. (laughs) So we are going to have our conversation in February Mm -hmm. and um, it'll be a virtual book club discussion. If you would like to join that discussion or just get the information on when it is, how to join, et cetera, go to ConsciousContactPodcast.com. Now, as you are reading the book, especially Along the way, if you find something with, with the, oh my gosh. Yes. Um, I had a few of, of those. Um, and then at the end, I just wanted to wave the book around. Yeah. Post about it on social media and use the hashtag CC Podcast Book Club. Yes. Um, I love the spontaneous moments that we see people reading. And of course, 
the more people join, the the more robust conversation we can have. So we'd love to have as many people join us as possible. And you know what? The more people we get reading, the better the world will be. I agree. Yes. So that is our book club. Um, let us know what you think about doing hard things. Yeah. And how rewarding it is if you disagree or there's a certain scenario that's happening in your life that you want to say yeah but what about Mm -hmm. we'd love to hear from you and it's this is susan and i'm at sustainable underscore sue on instagram yes and i am at janae pv and we'll see you in the next one Bye. bye